Hello everyone, before we get started, don't forget to please subscribe, click on that notification bell, like, dislike, comment, share, let us know what you're thinking. You can also follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. Now, today, on the Angel of Words podcast, we'll be talking videography, photography, audio, with Mr. Eddie Marino, founder of EM Multimedia, on deck on the Angel of Words podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Angel of Words podcast. I am your host, Angel of Words, and today we are with photographer, videographer, owner, founder of EM Multimedia, Mr. Eddie Marino. Mr. Eddie Marino, thank you for joining us here today on the Angel of Words podcast, my brother. It's a pleasure to have you. No, it is a pleasure to be here. Um, I don't do podcasts often. I'm usually the guy behind the camera. I'm usually the guy that is recording it, editing. So to be in it is is a little weird, but we're going to have fun. Oh, man, you're a master of all trades. I should have put that in there, too. Sound man as well. Yeah, we in there. We in there. You're you're like the hardest working man in show business, man. Man, I'm going to call you Eddie Brown, man. It feels that way. But you know what? My dad said, if you don't work hard, you ain't going to make nothing up yourself man no that's so you a gotta fact. work hard you gotta work hard man man your father was a wise man yeah still teaching me till this day by the way oh there you go that's a blessing day. man yes. you know thank yes. god for that man Amen. you know we gotta appreciate our parents while they're still here with us absolutely but eddie man you gotta tell us about this em multimedia you're a, you're like a one-man wrecking crew man yeah, yeah. And if, you, if you were a wrestler, you'd be D-Generation X all by yourself. You know, listen, it's 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 been a long process. Yeah, a long process. I'm 36 years old today. Yeah, um, my birthday was last week. Shout out, right. my birthday was last week. Episode, um, man. Shout I, out to the Libras out yeah, there. <laughs> I I was about I want to say like 13 years old, maybe a little bit younger than that, 12 years old, when I started dabbling in sound. And if you know if you you Spanish, you already know we was in the, in the churches back in the days, and mom and dad brought you to church no matter what. I don't care what you say, you was going. Yeah. So when I was in church, um, you know, I wanted to help. I wanted to do something, and I was always into the drums and musicians. But I wasn't nice enough. Oh, okay. So they wouldn't let me play. Oh, so <laughs> you, you know? know how to play? You just oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, By bet. now I learned. Was, yeah. But when I was young, you know, I tried to play the drums. They wouldn't yeah. let me. You know, the old school guys they, they they were in charge. So I was like, what can I do? I was like, you know what? Let me let me mess with this little sound thing in the back. This little yeah. thing with all these buttons and the blue ones, the red ones. I wonder what they do. The so mixer, I kept moving. Yeah, 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 yeah. The mixer. <laughs> so back in the days, we had analog mixers. Yeah. For those of you that are watching that have no idea what that is. Oh God! Is, Thank God it, you don't know what that is. Yeah. It was like. It was like a but you felt like you were riding a spaceship. Yeah. And it was like a hundred little buttons. It was the highs, the high mids, the mids, the mid lows, the lows, the pan, the effects, one through four, the auxiliary outs, one through four. There were so many little little things. I didn't know what what all that did. So I was like, you know what? Let me just Oh, okay. I'm figuring out my frequencies. I'm EQing. And little by little I started understanding how audio worked, how sound worked, how it travels from a microphone to a mixer, to a speaker, how to record. And it got to the point where I was like, you know what? If I'm going to make my own music, if I want to be a musician, I'm just going to do it myself. So I opened up my studio at like the age of 17. And I was in my house, in my my little room, probably almost the same size as this place. I made my closet into a booth. I told my dad, hey, can you put a little window here so I can look inside? Yeah. My dad cut it out, put the little plexiglass up. Nice. I, I did the carpet along the, the walls to acoustic treat it. And and I started recording myself. So this project was for me. So I could play the keys, so I could play the drums. So I could just record something for myself because I want to be a musician. Somebody in the neighborhood found out that I had a studio. Oh, and he just you know, so happened to be, travels fast, man. He happened to be a rapper. <laughs> And he's like, yo, can I record something real quick? Yeah. And I was like, all right, I don't really know what I'm doing, but yeah, come through. So I must have did maybe like two sessions or three sessions recording people and exporting and, and learning how to mix. And I started liking it. I was like, oh, I'm, I'm getting the hang of it. And then he brought another friend. 
And he comes in and then he brings another friend. I'm like, oh, all right, relax. Yeah, it ain't that type uh, yeah, of party, I don't, gentlemen, I, I, you, know? I, I, you know? We're not going to turn into the Wu-Tang so, Clan so, right here. You know? so, so I'm like, wait a minute. If everybody wants to record and they like the studio, I'm going to start charging. Facts. At that point, I wasn't charging. I was just doing yeah. it because I want to learn. So I was like, all right, how much is Rough Riders charging? Because, you know, Rough Riders yeah. was in Yonkers. That's where I'm from. It's down the block. And you got confident to that point where you're like, I want to start charging people. Or you were just faking the funk Yo, listen, and the nasty dunk. Listen, I'm going to charge what they charge it, and I'm going to try to do what they do. So, you know, I, I, you got to compare yourself to the best. You can't. Yeah. I mean, the best, at least in my area, was Rough Riders. You wanted to mm -hmm. get a good record recorded. You want to get it mixed. Rough Riders Studio was the place to go. Yeah. So I was like, I, I got to compete with Rough Rider. I don't care about nobody else. I need yeah. to hit, you know, Rough Rider level. So if I do that, I need to charge Rough Rider rates. So Rough Rider was charging like 45 an hour. I was right. like, there's no way these these guys are paying 45 an hour for this. I was like, I'm going to cut it in half. I'm going to do 20. Yeah. I did 20 for about a few months. So I got really good. Understood compression after that. Understood EQ, limiting, yeah. uh, reverb, editing. And I used Pro Tools, which at the time was like it. That was it. Yeah, no, that was yeah, the yeah, cutting yeah. edge technology. That was yeah, it. Yeah, we're talking late 90s, yeah, right? I'm talking yeah, about Pro 2000s. Tools LE 3.1 yeah. or something like wow, that. Just man. back in the days. So I had a little M box, so I had it recording, and it got to the point where I I was just word of mouth spread and I was recording like 50 artists, 50 different artists in Yonkers would come to my I had folders of all these artists and their sessions, and I'm like, you know what? I'm they're coming here, they're not going to Rough Riders no more. Yeah. I'm gonna up my my rates. So I went yeah. up to 30. Everybody's complaining. Well, why you got to go to 30? I was like, I'm a businessman. We got to make yeah, money. Facts. Got to make money. So I was still in high school at the time. And this is in your and mother's house? This is in my family's house. In the I'm basement? In, in the basement. Yo. In the basement. People would come in and out the basement. I'm, Killing the game at yo, the whole hood in the I'm studio. Wow. And, and, and when my dad when my dad told my mom, because my mom would be like, it's our you know, turn that music down when you're making so much noise. Yeah. And my dad was like, no, relax. He's making money. Like, this yeah. is our son. He's like doing this entrepreneurial yeah. thing. And back in the days, that wasn't a thing. Your kid wouldn't do something like that and you would like push them forward to be like nah yeah. don't play with that audio music stuff yeah go get it's a not job gonna work. you, you got to go to school you got to yeah. go to college blah, blah blah so my mom was pretty much always against it and my dad was like nah he's making money let him do his thing yeah so it got to the point where i graduated my studio had grown so much that i was recording literally every day every day sessions recording sessions every single day i was making 80 to 100 dollars a day and you didn't 17. find it mundane. You thought it was. It was you thought it was. You was having fun. It was something was, you were passionate bro, about. It was. It was my love. I yeah. Because I could be in my home. I could be making my music, mixing my things, making it something. My my joy was seeing an artist come in with an idea, and me being able to put it together, and making their idea come to life in a form of audio art, and. For them to return, only it, it only incentivized me to keep moving forward because I, I achieved what they wanted me to achieve. And they would keep coming back. And they would bring more people. And things grew. And all of a sudden, YouTube. Oh, MySpace. Man, the greatest thing to ever happen, you know? So YouTube. the artist tells me, yo, I got a MySpace page. I got a YouTube page. You know anybody that could do photography and video? I go, yeah, me. Yeah. So throughout all that fray with the audio, you had the video and the photography on deck as well? You had those instruments? I had no idea. Oh. I didn't have a camera. I didn't have anything. Oh. But I said, if I could do this audio thing yeah. and I have 50, 60 clients that are coming to me weekly, I'm not going to send them somewhere else. Yeah. Let me go get a camera. Yeah. I got the budget. Let me go get a camera. Let's see what happens. Yeah, I mean, you have, yeah, that's see a what fact. Happens. People are paying you, man. So my Low first, overhead, my first music video... <laughs> I charged like three hundred dollars. Yeah. To 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 um. Oh man, I forget the rapper's name, but he was one of my 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 clients. Like he would come in weekly, and I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna charge him a lot. I don't know three hundred. I don't know what what do people charge? So the the street was charging around four or five hundred bucks for a video back in the this is fifteen years ago more more than 15, eighteen years ago, and I was like I, I I could pull it off. Let me just say three hundred four hundred. Let's see what happens. They said yeah. I was like, all right, bet. What do I need? I started on YouTube. I started looking up some stuff. Back in the days, it wasn't no, get this camera, get this light. It was like you had to dig. You had to do tons of research because it wasn't, there wasn't a ton of influencers and people yeah, showing there was, you. There was no tutorials. No, there was no tutorials. Like yeah. There was no tutorials. YouTube was just like funny videos back in the days. Yeah. So after getting some lights, I mean, I had the most terrible light set, bro. I had some ugly halogen construction lights. I just <laughs> turn them on, done. 
No, no focusing. No you know, nothing. they use those though in yeah. Hollywood oh, to light the streets. Yeah, when they yeah, need to. Yeah, I lit people's faces <laughs> with that. Oh my God! Lit people's hell. faces. I had a little camera, a little handy cam. It wasn't yeah. a DSLR. The Mark IV wasn't out yet. Yeah. And or the Mark, the Mark II. Sorry, the Canon Mark II wasn't out. That changed the game. So I had the little camera. I'm recording. I got to the point where now the artists are now hiring me to do the videos. I'm getting a little better. I'm charging a little more. I was like, look, if they're gonna if they're gonna do this, and I'm gonna keep going, I need to get real gear. Yeah, and that's and what I, software were you using for these amateur so, videos to edit them? So back in the days, you had you had Pro Tools for audio. Yeah, and Final Cut was the thing. Facts. Final yeah, Cut Seven, Final Cut. I think Final yeah. Cut Six, Final Cut Seven was when I jumped on it, and it was a linear software. It was like you know you would drop it. It was very similar, and the learning curve for any audio guy that's watching the learning curve to learn how to edit video is so quick. Like in two days, I learned how to edit video because it was so similar to editing audio cutting moving moving the audio waves mm -hmm. it was just videos yeah so it wasn't difficult yeah i wasn't good at it but it wasn't yeah. difficult yeah i was like all right let me try this let me just get this done <laughs> so because because i had that large artist clientele already i was able to capitalize on the clients i already had and opened up that video and that photography because they also wanted pictures and that's when the game changed they go okay we need pictures for myspace page the myspace page was huge for musicians back then you could do your playlist you had your top five friends yeah. you did all that so it was huge so what the artists would do they would be like okay i'm getting my songs done here my videos done here i need my pictures done here so i was a one-stop shop so i'm doing the pictures i need and now i need a photography camera because i only had a video camera so I go, okay, I do some research. I go, I go jump on this little Nikon $600 camera. I hated it. I didn't like it. I wasn't good at it. I said, man, I wish it was a camera that could do both, that I wouldn't have to worry about dealing with video and learn just one. And all of a sudden, Canon dropped the, the 5D Mark II, which was the camera that revolutionized video for low-budget videos forever. That camera is the reason why you see all of these DSLR cameras being able to record video. Yeah. Because it wasn't a thing back then. You would get a photo camera for pictures, video camera for video. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't get one that did both. Yeah, you didn't but, get any hybrids. But the Mark II, the, the 5D Mark II, they did it for photojournalists who also wanted to take video like documentation yeah. as well. It just ended up being really good. Yeah. And you throw a 50 millimeter lens on it, rack it down to like a 1.8. Oh, it looked like butter. Oh man! You didn't even need you didn't even need anything else. Forget lighting. You didn't even need like a little bit of light. You'd be fine. And it was a you know that's when it was started to become more affordable too. That's, so you know it wasn't was, really it crazy. Dropped, yeah. I think it dropped down to like eighteen hundred bucks yeah. at the time. And I got it used. I wasn't gonna buy a new one. I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. Um. And <clears throat> getting those recording artists to then pay a higher premium because I'm upping my quality was a little tough. Every time you raise prices on people. That I've been seeing you for a while. Yeah. They don't like that. They're like, no, what are you doing? They don't like for, that. Are you killing me, pa? They're like, killing well, me, pa? Oh, you just did a video two weeks ago for 200 <laughs> Now it's eight. Yeah, so, yeah well, it's eight. Well, you know, new camera. Yeah. New camera. So I upped it to the new camera. I got the lenses. And now I'm really learning how to use it. Now, now I have to learn shutter speed, ISO, white balance, you know, f-stop what's an aperture what's what kind Foot of lens candles, all that stuff everything and i'm like oh my god okay now it's serious i gotta get in i started working so hard on video and photography that i fell in love with creating video and stories narrative stories through video that don't oh man i don't want to say it but i had to shut down my studio my audio recording studio because i didn't want to record anymore i just wanted to film Oh my God! You left a lot of depressed I, people. I, I mean, left, I guess they could transfer over and shoot the music video. You know Would you what? Go you know what? Else? They're they're mad till this day. What? Twenty years later, yo E, can I record with you? Yeah. Yo, I know you still got the gear. Yeah. I still got it. <laughs> like, yo, I still oh. got it. And and I had one guy. Shout out to James. Uh, James yeah. calls me up one day, and this is like maybe like six months ago, before the pandemic. And he goes, "Bro, I want to drop a mixtape. I know you don't record, but yo, I, I'm gonna just drop whatever you want." And you record my album. You record the mixtape. How much you need? I'm like, and he's a good friend of mine. I'm not gonna yeah. beat him over the head. I give him a number. He goes, yeah. absolutely, I'm there. But that's how that's how hungry they were for the audio portion yeah. of it as well. 
but I, I opened up the studio just for him. Everybody else don't get no ideas. I'm not opening for nobody else. But oh, that's crazy. So you still have the studio. I not still have you the shut studio. it down. No, you no, just no. elaborate I, I on it. I literally have it in yeah. my shelves. Yeah. I take out my, my preamps, my microphones, whatever I need. Yeah. And it's cool. I mean, now it's not like you need a whole studio set up. Yeah. You just need a nice space that has acoustics, um, good enough computer and a microphone. I mean, we could talk about gear forever. Yeah, it's a fact. I mean, there's tons of gear out yeah. there. I was going to ask you about gear, but I don't know. We might just try to keep it simple today. <sighs> Listen, if we did that, the people would be like, fast forward, fast forward, fast forward. <laughs> Unless there's gearheads out there. If there's gear nerds I mean, out there, they're going to love it. Man. There's people that love, love, that love this kind of talk. But yeah, yeah the, no, the but that's amazing, man. Yeah, and that's, and that's how I started my video part of it. And, and no school, no none of that. This no. is all hands-on, training yourself, this, researching this things This is yourself. from a blank canvas, completely not knowing anything, yeah. and just believing that my confidence and my and I, I just have this passion yeah. that's just gonna keep moving forward. I don't care. Yeah. Like I don't care. I'm just gonna keep going. I'm gonna learn it. If if I feel I I don't know. I, I don't have that. I, I know some people have this where they get discouraged when they don't know how to do something. I get encouraged when I don't know how to do something. Like when I don't understand something, I have to learn it. I have to. I have to get good at it. I have to get so good. I want to compete with everybody else. I'm very competitive when oh, it comes okay. to that. So well, when, that makes sense, man. Because you know you have to have that kind of mind in order to, yeah. to learn these. Because man, audio, photography, video, people think it's a joke because no, no, of, no. of the cell phone, social media era, <laughs> and the smartphones. But that's no joke, man. No, no, when no. it comes to the real technical aspect of it, to do top quality work, yeah, that's no joke. Absolutely. And you know now phones are getting so good that they're taking really good pictures, yeah. very similar to DSLR. So um, technology is getting better. There's still there's still something that the the cell phone doesn't have that the dslr has and it is a professional photographer behind it and i was going to ask you about that actually you know yeah. the power of social media and its effects on photography man. absolutely so you definitely saw a big drop when the iphone yeah. i think it was the nine the eight or the nine came out with that beautiful camera i, mm -hmm. I don't i don't have iphone so don't hey, i'm an android shout out to android no but um, androids have valid cameras yo, too man android's a dope. so i went with android but the iphone dropped before the android the iphone came out with an amazing camera it tricked the depth of field so it gave you that blurry background on portrait mode everybody went bananas right everybody's taking pictures everybody's using it and they're not hiring photographers because they have an iphone and for that i say great I, i'm not mad at it the market's the market you just got to evolve now i'm not mad if someone says hey I, i'd rather you just use my phone you weren't my client to begin with you you're happy with your phone People that hire me or hire a photographer want an experience of a professional photographer that's going to take amazing pictures and is going to lead them and direct them in such a way that's going to flatter them the best, that they're going to look the best. They're going to have the best location. They're also going to have really nice editing, and it's going to be different than the person that had the iPhone picture. You know, So not everyone's your client, and that's something that a lot of new people don't get. They want they want to get all the clients. They get competitive. They want to get hired by everyone. If someone says no, they want to drop their price or they want to change tactics. I would always recommend do not change your price. Do not drop tactic. Do not change tactic unless you want to. Unless it's something for yourself. I would never do it for for a client because you're changing yourself or your your. Um, I want to say your standard and your integrity. Your stand your integrity to 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 maybe dummy down something so someone else could purchase. I've never seen you go into Lexus or Mercedes and say, eh, I mean, I like it, but 80,000, eh, can you, and they're looking at you like, you know what? Get out the such store. a nice guy. No, 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 no. They go, he's such a nice guy. Let's give it to him for 40, yeah, nah. 40,000. You could take it. No taxes too. You're like, what? No, Eddie, you right though. That. That's a great analogy, B. That's a great analogy. Nobody does that. Wow. Nobody does that. I mean, you'll have your sales. But no one in, in in real business, Fortune 500 company, they're not lowering their prices if someone complains or someone doesn't like their product. You know what they say? There's another company that does a similar product that is not as good, but you're welcome to go purchase that product. You know, we have options. That's what we're in America. We have tons of companies, tons of options. Yeah. If you don't want to buy this microphone, if you don't want to buy a Shure, there's there's a Neumann. If you don't want to buy a Neumann, there's a Rode. If you don't want to buy a Rode, there's a, a what, what's the cheap one? You got to give me a cheap one. I don't, no, I don't I'm know. I'm not going to do it. I'm not yeah. going to do it. That, <laughs> no one's going to buy that microphone. But there's cheap microphones out yeah. there. I know one. I'm not going to yeah. say it. It starts with an A. Y'all can figure it out. Yeah. There's another one that's cheaper. And if you aren't so stuck on how good the quality is going to sound and you're just worried about price, then you're going to get that one. Yeah. But when you care about quality, 
when you care about the make, when you care about the durability, how long is it going to last, you'll pay for it. You'll well, pay for it. Well, I mean, you have to pay for it because, mm -hmm. you know, if you want to, you have to invest in, if you want to invest in yourself, you have to buy the things that are going to make there you, you the most productive. There you go. And I always tell everyone There that, you go. You know, and obviously within your budget, because unfortunately not, not all of us yeah. have unlimited budgets, mm -hmm. but if there's something that you want to do and you're saving up for it and you know that I can get this kind of quality mm -hmm. where mm -hmm. I can produce something yeah. that people are going to take notice of, you got to go after it, Absolutely. Man. You can't cheat and, yourself. And here's Here's another good thing that uh, I told an artist one day and I work with a lot of recording artists and this one artist goes, but I want to make like five music videos. Can you do me a bundle package for five music videos? And I go, okay, what kind of bundle are you looking at? He's like, well, I have like $5,000 for five videos. And I'm like, wait, but you're going to do, it wasn't that much. It was less. It was like maybe 2000. It was like 2000 because that would have made sense. It was 2000 for five videos. So basically you want to pay what 450 or whatever. Somebody do the math and put it in the comments. You want to pay this amount for each video, but you just want to do it because that's the budget you have because you want this amount of videos. You want five of them. Why make five decent or mediocre videos when you can make two bomb videos? Why sacrifice the quality of your art, your production, just to get more quantity? I mean, when when we talk about sales, when we talk about business, your quality, usually high quality products, they don't make a lot of quantity of those. They're very unique. The, the things that are the most expensive in the world is what we have less of. So when you think about that of, of your own art, or you think about that in your own business, or you think about that for whatever you want to produce... You have to keep that in, in the, the front of your mind. Am I producing quality or quantity? And what do I want people to view me as? That guy that can produce 20 okay of whatever, or the guy that does two or three, and check this out, the 20 might have been worth a dollar, but your two or three might have been worth 20. So in reality, you made triple of what the first guy made by making less but because it's better quality you profited more and that's how business well works. eddie i'll be honest with you though i've heard a lot of experts such as like you know gary v say that i heard that. you know sometimes in order to be consistent because we live in an era especially with social media and everybody forgetting something right you know right away Absolutely. that sometimes you have to sacrifice a little bit of quality so now i'll, I'll dive into that because i yeah. know I, i've met gary a few times he's a really nice guy okay really humble whatever you guys heard about him yeah. that's him nice that's really him nice. and um having a conversation with him or he had a conversation with somebody and i was filming it and you know it's always about quantity post five times a day post six times a day for the average person that's doing something that they need to promote, that's absolutely true. It doesn't have to be the best quality, but what are they what are they pushing? Let's say they're pushing this water bottle. This water bottle is the high quality. Got you. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not it's not the picture, the video that's high quality to 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 show this bottle. It's the bottle that's the high quality. So some people do get confused with that and say, "Oh, he wants quantity. Make a thousand water bottles." That's not what he said. He said, make your quality bottle. But when we talk about that, you market yeah. it with everything you have. So that that sometimes does confuse yeah. people. And for photographers, it's the same. So when he says post five times a day for a photographer, that's impossible. I don't know a photographer that posts five times a day because our photography takes time to create. It takes a day or two just to edit a few pictures. So when you're talking to a photographer, say hey, you got to post your, your pictures two or three times a day that is my product though so it's different yeah. but when if you notice he always says he gary v always says post your process document your process and then you, the outcome will come out so the recommendation wouldn't be let's say for a photographer post all your pictures as many pictures you can yeah. it's post your behind the scenes post you talking about you know a picture post some stories about you doing a photo shoot or what you think about a picture not your actual picture. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, you know, you have to kind of break it down that way. Because if not, you would kill yourself trying to, you know, produce high quality content three times a day. Yeah, especially as a photographer. It's I not, could imagine. It's not yeah, happen. I mean, come on, man. You guys really have to go you, in there, touch it up. You it's would, no, you no would probably have to work for six months in order to produce, like, 
a few months, maybe two or three months of quality pictures two or three times a day. Now, you've been working freelance. Yes. It seems like your whole life. Absolutely. How has the coronavirus affected that, man? Well, it, it did affect it. It did affect it with my current clients that were doing projects. Okay. So any any big and I, can I, yeah, I can say it. Okay, so Canon, Canon camera, uh, came out with the R5, the Canon R5, and we were set to do promotions for the R5 yeah. because I, it was coming around. So I did maybe like two or three videos for it. Um, we were we were supposed to film a lot more for another company called Adorama, who also is like B and H. Okay, they sell you know uh, video and photography gear. We're supposed to create more content for them. We're supposed to do. So all of these videos, let's say there was like 20 videos lined up for the next two months, completely zeroed out. Wow. Yeah. So they're just on hold. Yeah. They're just starting now. Thank God. They're starting okay. this month. So they put everybody on. Everybody, just full, everybody was on, hold. on ice. Everybody's on hold. You're just wow. on hold. So if you didn't have a cushion as a freelancer, it was not good. It was not good for you because everybody was just holding. Everybody's just waiting. And if you shot in the streets, you get a fine because you're not supposed to be out. You yeah, know, at the time of yeah, lockdown. Exactly, yeah. So even if you wanted to shoot, it wasn't really recommended or, you know, so for the creatives, it, it hurt because unless you. So what I did was I actually switched and I started working on my website. I started working on um, my retouching. I started creating more content on YouTube. So I switched it up. So instead of me. Just sitting at home like, wow, woe is me. What am I going to do? I got productive. I learned how to make websites. Interesting. I literally learned how to use WordPress in, in three months. Oh, I, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I use Squarespace for mine. I, I You know, I got to get to it. Yeah, though, now man. Squarespace yeah. is great if yeah. you do one website. And I yeah. love Squarespace because it's so easy. You can just boom, boom, drag and drop. And yeah. you kind of figure it out, but you get it. Yeah. But the problem with Squarespace and the problem with me is I have four websites. My photography, my video, my vlogging one and my wedding one. Yeah. If I did Squarespace, I would have to pay that $15 for each of them. You can't bundle them in Squarespace. No, you can't. So I would pay something like 50 something a month mm -hmm. where if I got WordPress, I get the bundle that I could house as many websites as I want for way less than 50 a month. And I just had to learn it. Because if I didn't learn it, I was going to have to pay the 55 and I was just being cheap. I was like, I'm not paying no 55 for yeah. Squarespace. <laughs> I'm going to just learn. I got three months. <laughs> three months to figure He's this like, out. home anyway. I got to take care of business. Yeah, I was about wow. to start a website development company. I was like, yo, who needs a website? Wow, that's yeah. crazy. If, so it, you... if it did get bad, I was going to start developing websites because I learned how to do it already. Yeah, but for whose business? If people... <laughs> well, well, that's the thing. Everybody yeah. needs them now. Yeah. You need them now. Yeah. Restaurants are dying. Yeah, man. Restaurants are dying yeah. because insane. they didn't have a good website. They didn't have a, they good didn't have a ordering system. Mm -hmm. It's a disaster. It's terrible. Man. It's terrible. The restaurant business, I think, got hit. I feel got hit the hardest. They got to hit the and, hardest. And I know people that own restaurants. My cousin owns a restaurant, completely shut down. Like the restaurants got hit the hardest. If you didn't have that cushion, you weren't going to survive. And it was hard. It was hard. For them, it was really hard for them. And I think, I, I don't know the statistics, someone correct me in the comments. I think it's like 61% of restaurants will never open again in New York. That's what they're saying. Something man. like that, it's like 61, dire. I think. It's a dire situation, Done. man. A lot of them weren't able to get those loans that the government mm -hmm. was offering. It's, a, mm -hmm. you know, it's it's bad, yeah. man. It was terrible. It was a terrible As, time. You know, and you know, the leases in New York here are crazy. Oh, man. yeah. And you know what? And, and there's, there's properties still trying to charge mm -hmm. the same mm -hmm. price for storefronts. Where people aren't even really going out like that. And they're still trying to charge you the same price because you're in a certain area. That's crazy. Yeah. And shout out to my people in the restaurant industry, man. Mm -hmm. I spent 20 years working in the restaurant industry. Yeah. yeah. Since a kid, I was working in the restaurant industry, man. So, Eddie, man, like, you know, what do you like more? Photography, videography? Mm -hmm. Like, what's the deal now with you, man? I, I like, really... what, what are you for? Like, now that, you know, things are going back kind of normal, have you been out to do any shoots? I have. I have. We started shooting this month. Okay. So, this month, like, real, real shooting. Like, yeah. full cast, full um, assistance, lighting, sound, everything. We started this month because they're allowing it now. Yeah. Um, and we all still have to wear the mask and do your sanitizer, try to stay away. But because we work often together, we're together often. It's not, you know, you're not like stay away, you know, but yeah. you know, there's teams that I work with and Lindsay Adler being, I think one of my most loyal and favorite clients that I have. 
She's By the way, awesome. who's a bomb portrait photographer, Bro, shout a out bomb to fashion photographer. She's insane. Yeah, guys, this man works with one of the top photographers in New York City. Yes. Everybody knows her, Miss Lindsay Adler. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. sensational work, man. You check her website out, you're like, oh my God, yeah. this is a whole yeah. nother level. Yes. Like, what is it work? You know, how is it working with her, man? It's, you know, because, you know, you're a professional, you've been in the game for a while. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm sure you want to try to achieve the level of success that she Absol has. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and like, the, and and you have interactions with her. Like, is yeah. there anything that she's taught you that you've learned from her? So with working with Lindsay and and anyone who's ever worked with her, anyone who's ever assisted her will tell you she's the nicest and most sweetest, and most loving person you'll ever meet. Awesome person. Um, she's very thoughtful. She's very caring. She cares about everybody on set. She's very she's very attentive to everything. So I definitely learned that from her, like paying attention to the people that are working for me. You know, like she takes care of everybody. Who wants food? Everybody's getting food. Boom. Order your food. I got it. Blah, 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 whatever. And something that I noticed that that she did, because as a successful photographer, there's two types of photographers. There's the photographer that's low key that will that will do pictures, get the paycheck, go home, do pictures, get the paycheck, go home. That's nothing wrong with it. Lindsay took it to another level where she takes the picture and she teaches you how to take that picture. And she creates educational platforms for her to teach how to get the picture. So she's not just going home. She's going home and she's writing, you know, blogs and I'm doing, she's doing videos. So she's one of my biggest clients because I shoot with her at least four times a month, five times a month, big days, long projects. And she teaches everything from lighting, photography, um, how to use specific equipment, lighting modifiers. I mean, she's the master of lighting. She literally is the master of lighting. I don't know anybody that could teach lighting or or handle lighting better than her. So if I learned lighting from anybody, it would be her. And it's almost like doing a disservice because I'm not even close to as good as her. Yeah. So if I did lighting, it's probably not going to come out as good because she just has an eye that's been trained since she was like 14. You know what I mean? So she's been doing this forever. And what I learned from her, I think, is also to become a resource for people. Not just take the picture, not just do your job, but become a resource for others and to help others. And to make a difference in the community that you're working in. So she's very big on the educational um, platforms. We're talking about Creative Live. Um, I know she used to teach for B&H. Now she's teaching for Adorama. She's a Canon ambassador of light, which means that Canon sponsors her. And all of the stuff that Canon is in, she's in. So if they're doing, um, you know, there's so many um, photography conventions that have been canceled, by the way. That's terrible. It's been canceled. Yeah. But when they were going, Lindsay was speaking at all of them, huge speaking engagements, 10,000 people, 2,000 people, 4,000 people traveling all over the world. We were supposed to actually go to Italy. We were supposed to go to Italy. Wow. Yeah. And, but for and, a fashion shoot over there? Well, we were doing an educational thing over there okay. with one of the photographers. But, man, it just shut us down. Shut us down. So it, it definitely did affect us. But I think what I what I definitely learned through the pandemic was – if something gets taken away from you or if you can't do something that is outside of your control, you need to evolve. You need to move around it. You can't complain about it. You can't stay stuck because there's always something you can do, you know, to stay motivated. There's a lot of depression out there right now. I think depression right now is at an all-time high. It's running rampant. High. It, it all is running high. rampant, yeah. And, and that's because some people don't have that motivation behind them to say, no, 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 it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. We're going to figure this out. What do you need? What can we do? And I think that attitude that she has that even if the pandemic came and she lost whatever income, like she's still moving forward. She's still making videos. So I'm like, I still got to move forward. I got to make my website. I got to make videos. So working with somebody that's outworks me even, and I work hard, but she outworks me definitely keeps me motivated. So working with her has been a tremendous blessing in, in my career for sure. Now, when it comes to like, could you ex really explain to people how important it is, you know, for, for people that are in the entertainment industry that either are working behind the scenes with lighting or either want to are a model or want to be an actor and they want to 
showcase themselves? Could you, could you really explain the importance of lighting? Because, I mean, that was important even on the podcast, like, you know, yeah. something I'm still trying to learn. And I appreciate you being of here course, today. Of course. By the way, the lighting today on the Angel of Wars podcast is brought to you by Switch EM Multimedia. Switch a little bit. Just a little bit. I didn't want to be rude. I was like, can I move this thing to the left? Can I move this one higher? Can move he did camera? more than that, guys. He's being very humble here today on the podcast. <laughs> so so when we talk about when we talk about light, light is it, there's definitely a science behind it. And there's a lot of math involved. You'd be surprised. And if, if and there are any gear nerds out there and they're into photography, they're into video, they're into the creative realm of, of shooting, um, I would say learning lighting, I think, is almost more important or as important as learning what your camera does. Because if you take a camera, you know what you're doing with the camera, but you have no idea what you're doing with the lighting, your image is not going to come out nearly as good as if someone that kind of knows how to deal with the camera or just puts it on auto, but knows what to do with lighting. Because lighting changes everything. The difference between a movie or a cinematic scene is lighting. Because you can go out there with your camera to the same place. You know, John Wick was here in New York. Yeah. I'll give somebody a camera, go shoot where John Wick shot, do your thing, have your boy walk through yeah. with John Wick, yeah. and then bring it back. T yeah. Tell me how it looks. It's going to look crazy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's definitely not going to look the same. Not man. even close. Not even close and, and, and the funny thing is, the cameras, they could be the same camera. I yeah. give you the same camera. Matter of fact, I'll give you the same lights. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah. Like you said, like, 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 like the other guy, they're taking good luck. Yeah. It's not going to happen. <laughs> If you don't know what you're doing with light, there's no way. I could give you all the gear. You can have everything. You have all the money, all the budget to do it. But if you don't understand the concept of how light works, how it falls off, how it affects, how big lights and little lights affect the scene, different colors, complementary colors, the color wheel, learning how the contrasting colors work together, analogous color, triadic colors, the primary colors, which we all know, yeah. the primaries, but there's so many more. There's so much more into that. So it changes your mood. Light is important, man. It man. It, 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 it sets the mood. Man. If, if you walked into my house, if you walked into my house, you'd be like, because <laughs> I got my LEDs, I got yeah. my cool lights, I got my warm light in the back. I have yeah. my own little setup. But yes, light is very, very, very important for anybody that is thinking of doing photography or videography. And I think as much as they spend time on figuring out how this camera works, they need to figure out how lighting works as well. So important. That, that's really the difference between me taking a picture and you taking a picture. Same camera, same lights. It's going to be how I position my lights, how much power, my ratios between lights, what modifiers I used, whether it's soft light, whether it's hard light, whether I put a gel, all of that matters. You know, uh, just recently I did this cool hack where I took my TV screen. I don't know if you saw the video on my Instagram. Yeah. I took a TV screen and I, I put a cool design on it and I used LED lights and I did like a photo shoot, but in front of my TV. So my TV is a 52. It took up the whole space. And I was able to create some images that you would have thought you would have done like in Photoshop or digitally. Yeah. But I, I just used the graphic on my TV and I used it as my background. So n knowing and understanding what you could do with light, because TV is a light. TV is yeah, a form of light. light. Yeah. You got to use it too. Use the TV. And I've seen wedding videographers bring like their, their little monitors or their computers. I've seen them bring in their computers. They open up their computer. And they put like a backdrop of whatever and they put the rings right here and take a picture. And now the rings look like they, they were in like a magical yeah. place. <laughs> and they were just in the hotel room. While know, the, while right? the get, while, they're in the hotel bathroom. They're in the hotel bathroom. Absolutely right. Absolutely, just because they know light. Just because they know how light works. That's crazy, yes. man. Talking about weddings, man. Like, you know, you mentioned uh -huh. your website, the wedding situation. Yeah. You know, are you, a, first of all, you're a big advocate of weddings. And, what, you know, yes. what made you get into that realm? So, um, because I go to church. So, I'm a church okay. going man. I grew up in church. I played musician. I was a full-blown musician. By the age of 18, I was already playing mostly every instrument. Finally, they let me. Yeah. Right? Shout out to the church goers out there. <laughs> Shout out to the church musicians. Yes. They struggle, oh, man. Yeah. yeah. Yo, you got to fight to get on them drums. Mm. I'm going to tell any drummer knows you got to fight to get on those drums. So anyways. That's the real battle of beats. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> so once, once, as I'm in church, we're doing weddings and we do the weddings in the church. And because I had my camera and I was doing my audio thing, I was like, you know what? I'm going to just take pictures of the, the brothers and sisters in the church. I'm going to just take their pictures. Yeah. I'm going to do it for free. I wasn't even charging. I did a few shoots and I was like, I kind of suck at this. It's not that good. But they didn't care because I wasn't charging and they're my friends, so it doesn't matter. But then I, I started understanding a light a little bit. I started getting to know how to take environmental photography, which is very different than studio. 
Like some people could take pictures without a flash and be cool, but once you give them a flash, they don't know what they're doing. And that's crazy, Eddie, man. You're, you're multifaceted too because there's different types of photography. Absolutely. You know, there, there's you know there's ambient photography. There's like you landscape, said, landscape, portrait, yeah, portrait, editorial. You know? Everything is different. Everything has a different style, has different equipment too. Mm -hmm. So with weddings, I learned that you have to be a portrait photographer because you got to take pictures of the bride, the groom, the bridesmaids, everybody. You have to be an event photographer because at the event, there's usually no light. It's terrible in the reception hall. It looks nice to us mm -hmm. when we're in there, but for a photographer, it's terrible. Oh, it's a nightmare. Then you're talking about wedding if it's outdoors, outdoor photography, battling the sun, oh, God. battling the elements. Yeah. A cloud goes yeah. up and changes everything. Yeah, everything in the world. Right? Even though you like the clouds, you I, like that we, natural filter. I like filter. the clouds yeah. to stay there, <laughs> but sometimes the sun be creeping through and I just know, uh, hit like, the bride God. in the face. Yeah. So you got the sun, you got the outdoor, you got the the beauty, you got to also do product photography. You got to get their shoes, the bouquet, the dress. The dress is so hard to shoot. I think the dress is the hardest to shoot for me, at least. I don't know how anybody. So that's the most challenging I aspect think it's of the dress. Oh, okay. Yeah, because you got to figure out where it goes, how to hang it. You don't want to drop it. You don't want to get it dirty. You don't want to rip anything. You want to make sure it's hung somewhere safe. You want to make sure that the background works. Does it have enough light? Are we looking at all the little beads? Can we see it? The belt or the shoes, like it's the dress is probably the it's hardest. Like the most thing. sacred thing in the yeah, world. Yeah, yeah. That's the holy it's grail. Hard. Don't yeah, yeah. The bridesmaid follows this, yeah. me sometimes. <laughs> She's like, "Where's that dress going?" <laughs> I'm like, "Okay, you're a good bridesmaid. You're doing your job." Um, <clears throat> and shout out to all the wedding photographers. They know what I'm talking about. When you do product photography, you got to get the rings. Put the rings there. You get a a, a macro lens, and you're taking pictures. You got to get a piece of wood. Like it's so much. It's so much. You have to do so much for a wedding. So if anybody wanted a crash course, crash course in photography. And they, they had no idea where they kind of wanted to go, what they wanted to do. I would invite all of them to be a second or third or fourth shooter for a wedding photographer. Don't don't expect money. Go there expecting education. Yeah. Go there because it's so, so hard to do a wedding when you're first starting off. After a while, I've been doing it for 10 yeah. years. And that's a valid point. You have to start somewhere. You, you know? have to start somewhere. So for the, you know, people coming up wanting to get in the game, you would recommend for them to, you know, go Absolutely. and trail, you know, basically trail somebody, find out, you know, the ins and outs of the situation. Absolutely. Um, people hit me now on my Instagram idea. People hit me. Hey, when's your next shoot? Can I join you? What do I say? Of course. Of course, because I want people to learn. I like that. I like to teach. And, and the cool thing is, and this is how I got a lot of my assistants or a lot of the people that I work with now is, yo, I like what you're doing. Let me, can I come through? And I always say yes, because I had an instant. I'm not going to mention his name because people know who he is in New York. One of the big directors in New York. He was a local guy. He wasn't like a Hollywood guy. And I, and I hit him on Facebook because he wasn't famous, but he was on Facebook. And I go, hey, what's up, man? You know, I really like some of your work. He was doing like filming and I wanted to learn how to do filming. He was already good at it. So like, I want to learn how to do it. Um, is it possible for me to shadow you one day, blah, blah, blah. And his response was literally go to the website and look up assisting something. And he wasn't like, hey, oh, I get this question off it. Like it, it was like link, like go there. Like, don't talk to me. Go to the site and apply to see if we even accept you. Well, you know, not everybody's amiable, you know? So so when so when that happened to me, when that happened to me, I was like, oh, wow, okay. Okay. And and I felt like, like, like man, who's going to teach me? Like, I really felt like I, had to, I was on my own. I'm mm -hmm. trying to get the, the, you know, the top guys to help me. So now when they do that to me, I could never do that. I would be such a hypocrite if, if I was yeah. like, go to the website. So now... And whoever hits me up and don't start hitting me up everybody just relax like nah. <laughs> they're gonna like, blow you up i know they're gonna yeah. blow me up but but i i 99.9 percent .9 of the people that say they want to shoot with me they want to hang out they want to learn they're always welcome to come yeah always and whatever shoot i'm doing you can shadow me hang out try not to you know get in the, the way, way of things yeah. you know i mean yeah, basic. be courteous and yeah, just yeah. go there and learn. You know, you know what basic, time it basic, is. You know? Basic, basic. You know I mean, and, and as a person that is teaching them and, and, and is a mentor, mm -hmm. I would imagine that you can tell when people got it, when people don't. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? You let Absolutely. them know, like, you know, this is serious. You know, if you're really serious about this, you got to move a certain way because a certain level that even as an amateur, you have to move in yeah. order to reach that that top tier yeah. professional and, level. And it's really hard to find like a good assistant or a good second shooter or a good, let's say, partner in photography. Yeah. Um, I've had maybe four solid ones in the last 15 years, but I've shot with like a hundred and something different people. 
but because like the vibe didn't fit or they talked over this or they didn't i know a guy's gonna be good and you guys take this home i know a guy's gonna be good when he does or something, lady or lady but yeah. i say guy because you know we call yeah. them the boys or the guys or whatever um you know girls whatever so uh, the the girl or guy is gonna be good when they do something before you ask them if if they do that, like like if you're setting up the tripod right you're setting up the tripod you know the camera goes on top of the tripod mm-hmm. and they come up behind you and hand you the camera that's it you're in love you you're in love with you, your with you'll your be here next shooter. week you'll be here next but <laughs> which the is. person that's sitting there watching me yeah and then i have to be like hey can you hand me that camera and then they give yeah. me the camera and then i go um can you hand me an sd card can you hand me a battery and i have to keep asking oh can you charge it like i have to keep asking them to do it and i know some people aren't like like that and maybe like they're just not naturally that way yeah but the people that are naturally on the look like okay he's about to move that light let me get this or oh, he's moving that light. let me get the cable like those are the people and if you're ever gonna like shadow somebody you're ever gonna work with somebody you're ever gonna mentor with somebody i think that's one of the biggest things that that people look for in assistants or or second shooters is to do something before you're asked i think that's so big and it's mostly common sense it's nothing like you know, don't give me like, like Dorito yeah, but you chips. Want, you, you, you want like, a certain yeah. level of assertiveness, yes, you know, like yes. a courteous level of assertiveness. Yeah, yeah. I get like it. initiative. Yeah. I think it's yeah, initiative. Exactly. You initiative. want the initiative. Yeah. And and I think that's what really helps other photographers to grow and, and learn as well. Because guess what? When I'm not there, I can trust that that person is going to do it. Because they already showed me they know the steps. They already showed me they know what they're doing. I remember doing a job and it was, it was facing the crowd back in the days at, um, at uh, SOB's lounge, you know SOB's. Oh yeah, yeah. Sounds a bit. It was be lit back then. Yeah, no, no, man. Concerts, I, I've been there a bunch things, of times. Okay. Yeah. So facing the crowd was a was a show. Me and Star Trek did it, and shout out to Star Trek if you're watching. Co-producer uh, of the uh, Angel Awards podcast, everybody. Just in case you didn't know. Yeah. That's now you the know, man, the man. So me and Star Trek did it for a while, and it got to the point where I had another assistant too, but he was a little flaky, and then I had another guy come in. And when he took out the tripod, he put the thing in. I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. This guy's it. Yeah. This guy's it. So there was a time for like three months that I didn't even go to SOBs because I could trust both of them to take care of it. Star and, and, and Mark. Right, shout out to my boy, Mark. Oh, Mark Bird. Mark Bird. Who's also been a part of the Angel of Words really? podcast. Yes, author Mark oh, Bird. Oh, come yes. on now. Their journey got chose. If you haven't bought his book on, on Amazon, it's still available, we, we, we everybody. everybody. Yeah. I show mad love out here. <laughs> yeah. Mark is the man. So yeah. Mark Mark and I met yeah. in church. We met in church. He came and visited the church, and, and he expressed a certain level of interest in media and audio. His thing was audio. I was like, yo, I do audio. I do video. So we clicked right away, and... I took him to the to the uh, SOB show. I took him to a few gigs, and he was on it. He was on it. He was on top of everything. And him and Star, but I could I could leave them anywhere, yeah. and I'd be comfortable and confident. And I think that's that's the kind of person you want to aspire to be to be ahead. That's what I do with Lindsay. Same thing. Yeah. Before Lindsay says it, I better already have it. That's yeah. my mentality, and that's why I've been working with her for six or seven years now. Nice. That's great. I, think I have six years. That's great. Texted me, hey Eddie, are you available? Yes, I am. Yeah. Okay, I'll be there. Look, you don't got to tell me anything. I, I just need little details. It's funny. Before, I used to get a long email. Mm-hmm. It used to be descriptive of everything we're doing, how many shots we're doing, this and that. Now, it's, can you be here this day? Uh, I'm doing talking head and some B-roll. And I I can translate that into that long email and know exactly what she wants. Oh, that's fantastic. That means, you know, that means the, 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 the level you're stepping up. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Because I want to be that, that great assistant or that great shooter that yeah. that they're hiring me to be just like anybody else who's aspiring a, as a artist as a musician or whatever always exceed expectation always go take the next step and, and i don't say hey assume that they want this moved here don't move you know don't go yeah. out of out of the lane right don't go out your lane but stay in the lane but try to predict what you think because that's only helping you grow it's only giving the person more confidence and you're going to get way more leeway yeah educated yeah. guesses man absolutely. you know just pay, pay attention absolutely. and make the right you know make the right the right decisions because you're there you know what's going on yeah absolutely and i think it's, it's just a great thing to work under somebody that knows what they're doing and i think that's what helped me a lot now eddie you ever thought about you know shooting a movie or anything of that nature man 
Man. Films, you know, have, has, you, have you worked on films look, look, or things that like that? Has been, that has been yeah. right here in the back yeah. of the mind. It's and on it's mine too, because that's it's really that, that's the end game for me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I think I'm I want there a, with you. I want to win a best original screenplay. You know, nice. that's that's my number one goal. So, and then eventually director, you know. But So I always heard start with short films. Mm-hmm. So I've done a ton of short films for yeah. other people, and I've done my own. I ended up winning the best director for a competition that I entered with my film. Nice. So I know I'm on the right track. What was it about? It was it was about sowing seed. Sowing seed. Sowing seed. Wow. I, I did it for one of the one of the preachings that my dad had about okay. sowing seeds. And it's, you know, how powerful your words can yeah. be, how your word could change the outcome of someone else's life. And you may not know. You may have no idea. I always you tell people, no watch what you say to people, man. If words are absolutely important. Absolutely. And that and that one word could be anything like you don't know what it is. Like it could be, you know, I love you, man, or or don't worry, you're gonna be all right. Something as simple as that could change the outcome of someone's entire day or or week or existence. You never know. So we talked about that in the film, in the short film that I did, and um, we had a, a young man who was troubled, who needed money, who went to go, you know, rob, stick up a, a store. So you know. He got the gun out, you know, before he goes in, he's thinking about it. You know, when he goes in, he does it, does his deed. I don't want to blow it for anybody that's going to watch. I don't know if you link it down below or whatever. No, no, we're going to link it down. Okay. Well, you're going to give me all your, you know, well, you're you. going to give the public everywhere to find you for everything I you're doing, you. you know. So I don't want to blow it then. I don't want to blow it. Right now, everyone, we're talking to Mr. Eddie Marino. <laughs> yes, sir. Of EM Multimedia, putting us on to all the things that he's doing. And uh, like I said before, he's like James Brown, the hardest working man in show business. You we know, work hard. We work hard. Yeah. You got to work hard. If you're going to make some of yourself, you got to work hard, you know. So in the film, I let everybody watch it, check out the link, and come back. Um, so spoiler alert, right? Spoiler, that's <laughs> yeah. how they do it. Spoiler, spoiler alert, alert, spoiler alert. alert. Come back. So, <laughs> so in, in, what happens is the, 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 the clerk is telling him, don't do it, my man. Don't do it. He's like, give me the money. He gives him the money. He goes, don't do it. Just don't do it, please. Don't do it. And he has his gun out. He goes, whatever, man. Turns around, clerk shoots him twice in the back. It didn't have to happen. He said, don't do it. He had a gun. The clerk had a gun. He's down on the floor. Tape rewinds. Goes back. As he's walking down the block again. Now, someone hands him a little pamphlet and says, God bless you. The little, you know, a little pamphlet. Jesus loves you kind of thing. And he literally looks at it. Reads it for a little bit right in front of that. Right in front of the store. Reads it. Looks at it. Goes, man, maybe someone does love me. No, I'm not gonna do this. And walks away. Love it, man. Entire entire life changed. Um, that's the way life little, works, man. From moment to moment, one one bad decision could change or alter your whole Absolutely. life. Absolutely, <laughs> and that's scary. Yo, that's I so mean, scary. you know, don't get overwhelmed by it, but you know, just try to make you know, you, we got to try to make the best decisions in life, man. You Absolutely. know what I'm saying? Absolutely. You know, try to be. You got to do things that are in the best interest of everyone, man. You know, not just yourself. Sometimes, man, because you, yeah. you could make that one dumb mistake, and then mm-hmm. everything is over, Eddie, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Pride gets in the way, man. Pride gets in the way, and and I, I shout out to everybody who gets a little prideful, man. You got to really be careful because pride is a lot of uh, uh, is the cause of a lot of fights shooting stabbings arguing between spouses it's all pride it's, it's a lot of it stems from pride you know you you, you want to stand your ground because yeah. you think you're right when all you can say is you know what you got it yeah and live life you got it you catch more uh <laughs> catch more bees with honey than you do with vinegar there you man go. you know there you go. <laughs> well oh, mr moreno uh we have reached a point in the podcast where we're gonna play five words with angel Don't be scared, my guy. We're going to be doing? all good, man. You're with Angel. So with I, Angel of Words. I, I have to say five words. Or you're gonna no, no, no. Uh, on five words with Angel, I'm going to give you a word, and you're going to give me the first word or phrase that comes to your head. Are you ready to play? Oh, man. Go ahead. Five words with Angel. Cool. All right. The first word is photography. Oh, man. Good. There's so many. I'm going to say creation. Nice. I like that. I like that. That's a lot. Uh, the second word is video. Cinematic. Cinematic. Yeah, so you know I'm more into the film than yeah. anything else cinematic. No, I love film myself, man. We, yeah. got, we got to talk about that behind, behind the we scenes. Do, we, do, we, do. we do, we do, we um, do. The third word is lighting. 
beauty. Nice. Beauty. The fourth word is audio. There's basically like a summary of the whole thing. You know? <laughs> audio. <laughs> well, I, I'm like compression. Yeah. No. <laughs> People don't compress these days. I wish they yeah. would. But um, uh, man, everything comes in with audio. Limiting, compressing, EQ, <laughs> levels, gains, everything. Run it through the whole, through the with, whole gamut. With audio, audio, I have a lot, a lot that come up to mind. But if I wanted to be more objective and people were listening, I would say audio would be, um, I would say relaxing. Good, good. Relaxing. I appreciate that. And since this is the curveball, since you are a man of faith, mm -hmm. church, faith, faith, nice. faith, nice. Yeah. It's all about faith. Well, Mr. Marino, now you got to, uh, you have to give us the skinny on where to find you, what oh, projects absolutely. you're absolutely. working on. Cause you know, there's people out there that are, you know, everything's going to start to move again. Oh yeah. Starting you to know, move. you do, you do uh, in-house photo shoots, right? Mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. do official photo shoots where like, you're going to look like you're on the cover of Vogue. Absolutely. You can make, you can make those things happen. Yes, yes, so, you know, let everyone out there know where they can get your services, what kind of services you're offering. And absolutely. then we'll, we'll, you know, after that, we'll get into one cool. more thing. So before I say that, I think that anyone watching and a lot of people that think about photo shoots think you have to be a model, you have to be pretty. And I, I, I'm here to tell you guys that you are beautiful. I don't care what anybody says. Everyone is beautiful. Everyone has beauty in them. And my job as the photographer is to capture that beauty and put it in an image so that you can cherish it for the rest of your life. So, you know, whenever you think photo shoot, it's rarely is you know, model, blah, 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 blah. I've shot in so many families, so many beautiful children, husband and wives, weddings, and none of them are models. But when they see the pictures that they have to cherish for the rest of their lives, the way they feel about those pictures just makes me so happy. You know what I mean? To be able to capture those moments for the rest of their lives, for their children's children's children to see. And that's something I I don't know if you saw my YouTube channel, but I sometimes vlog. I do no, some stuff no. With my kids. And I want to get into that as well because you do some cool things on there. But, you know, actually you're talking about it right now. Yeah. The YouTube channel has <laughs> tutorials. It has everything. Yeah. Man, you so know? I, I started off doing a vlog where I travel around the world. I go to mission trips with my churches. I do backpack drives to different countries. And I document everything. I try to document as much as I can because documentation, I think, is is like our history book, like our documentation. You got to think about this. We're not going to be around forever. And our children's children's children may see this stuff and they want to know how great grandfather was, who he was, what kind of man he was, learn from him. And I think setting that good precedent for our generations to come is very important. Um, I think being a parent is one of the most important things in my life. I have two baby girls. Uh, one's one, one's three. Beautiful thing. And man. just having a, a good relationship with them, but also producing content and showing myself to the world as who I am and what I do to that way my children would continue to learn from and their children would learn from. And then documentation is just beautiful. Birthdays and all that yeah. stuff. So uh, again, I tell you, anybody who's thinking about photo shoots or anything like that, you can hit me up. Um, EddieMarinoPhotography.com is the photography website. Um, but my Instagram is em at em multimedia corp, um, and again, everyone everyone deserves their picture taken. Everyone deserves their own photo shoot. Everyone deserves to feel beautiful because you are. Um, don't let anybody tell you different. And that's my job. My job is to worry about making you look beautiful. You just come as you are, and I'll take care of the rest. That's fantastic. Now you got the YouTube channel. Let's talk about that. The YouTube channel is at youtube.com backslash. I want to say Eddie Marino. I think it's Eddie Marino, but we'll link it down below anyways, yeah. just in case. No, definitely. Um, but that one's Eddie Marino. You'll see a lot of tutorials on how I do specific lighting, uh, editing, retouching, also traveling, doing on-site photography as well. Uh, I will be producing more content. I've just been busy on making my website. Well, yeah, I mean, you, I mean, dude, you can't do everything, <laughs> yeah, can't my do brother. Everything. I mean, I'm sorry. Like, and you I, know what? I know that you're highly competitive <laughs> and driven, but man, there's only so much yeah, you can now do. Now that I think <laughs> about it, if there's a videographer out there that wants to work with me, yeah, I will. I will hire a videographer there to work with me, and that way I could get some food off my table. Cause it, it's a lot. It's a yeah. lot. Like you said, it's a lot to, to no, to and take that's care great that you there. feed people, man. Absolutely. You know what I mean? You you, you help people Absolutely. get gigs and things of that nature. 100%. Help them build their brands and their companies. Listen, you know, and, and like Gary V said, you yeah. you don't build the tallest building by breaking everybody else no. down. You don't do that. Nope. You build your own, and you know what? If there's a building next door bigger than mine, then okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, now we both own buildings. Exactly, you know? we you neighbors. Have a, you have a business associate. People <laughs> gotta look, you know, and that's the thing. You either look at it somebody as a rival all the time, or you look at them as a potential ally. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and that's the two ways to look at 
people, you know, in this world, it's the way you look at things, yeah. man. Yeah. Man, just, you know, just show nothing but love, people. Yeah. You're going to make it. Everybody's yeah. going to make it, man. Just, yeah. just have faith. There's plenty of money out there for everybody. That's so we right. got the YouTube channel. YouTube, right? We Instagram. got the YouTube channel. I'm okay, saying. we got, you know, uh, what's the Instagram? Where we can, you, can see, you know, yep. you can actually see things that he's done in studio. Yeah. Some of your fashion shoots you, on can there. Can you put it in the middle? I think you can put it right here in the middle, right? Of the screen and just go. Oh, well, we'll, we'll see, man. We'll see what we'll, we'll see what we can do. I hope we'll you with that one. I hope you with that one. Look, look, we're going to go like, it's going to be right here. Yeah. Well, I don't have Premiere. I know you use Premiere. I'm using Final Cut. I got you. I'll send you the PDF. You'll put it in. I bet. We lit. Sounds good. Uh, and then, you know, you have a Facebook like page. I do. I do. EM Multimedia. Okay. EM Multimedia so, Corp. All right. Yep. So we can essentially find you on EM, EM Multimedia, Multimedia Corp. Okay. Yep. EM Multimedia Corp. There you have it, everybody. Yep. That is the way that you find Eddie Marino. Mm -hmm. Now, could you please, you know, before we end the podcast, just people that want to get into this field or people that are already in this field and they're feeling down and out could you just give them some words of wisdom man you know for, for absolutely for everyone out there absolutely i think what's been helping me out a lot and and people are going to get surprised it's actually google google maps so um i don't know if you know this but if you have a gmail account you can actually register your address as your place of business and a lot of people don't do this because it's their home trust me it works so i did it in my house and i have a studio in my house so Obviously, if they come, we could do their photo there anyways. But some people don't do that. They only do outside. So I do by appointment only. Create your Google listing, your business Google listing. Start taking pictures. Have the people that take pictures post the pictures on as the business and also write a review. What's going to happen is when you have about 20 or 25, the phone's going to start ringing. My phone rings once to twice every single day on somebody that looked me up on Google to do a photo shoot and I give them the spiel. Oh, I do indoor photography, blah, 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 blah. I tell them. And if they're interested, they'll do it. If they're not, they're not one out of maybe 10 lock in. So I maybe lock in one or two sessions a week off of Google off of, because I listed my business in Google. So when they search it, photographer in the Bronx, I'm going to, I'm going to be up there. And because I have so many more reviews and more reviews coming, I, every shoot I do, I say, hey, look, if you like my service, if you appreciate the work, I'm going to ask if you can write a review on the yes. website, uh, on the on the Google thing and, and a little, you know, a little review, just whatever you think. And, you know, you don't have to lie. Don't, don't get crazy. You say whatever you want to say. Yeah. And 10 out of 10 times, it's a five star and they love it and they say really nice things. And that has helped me climb the ranks to now keep getting that rolling business coming in. It doesn't stop. I always get phone calls. I got phone calls throughout the pandemic. I did like three shoots throughout the pandemic because people were like, oh, I just oh, want to shoot. Oh, because you shot masked up and everything. Yeah. Oh, you I put the little mask on. I mean, okay. they don't have to wear the mask. We're at a park. Yeah. We're not inside. We're, yeah. we're outside. And it, you were allowed to go to the park. Mm -hmm. You were allowed to go out. I did like three or four photo shoots. So give me a, little, a few hundred dollars. Yeah. So if anybody is struggling uh, with trying to start up your business or try to get that, that base going, I think Google uh, business listing is the best way to do it. And I paid zero dollars. It's, it's free. It's free. You just need, don't tell nobody, but if you have like a cousin that you shot, family members, let them review your thing. I mean, honestly, don't I mean, lie. I, I mean, it's still a review. Yeah, it's still I mean, a review. review. I mean, come on, get, man. Get your family involved. Yeah. Get them to review yeah. it. Get them to like it. Get them yeah. to share it. And get your friends, friends to do friends it. To do it. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So once you do that, it brings you up in ranks. And if you weren't getting phone calls, and again, if you don't want your cell phone out there, I don't care. I use my phone as a as a business phone. I don't care. Yeah. Everybody has my phone number. Yeah. I don't and, care. And how do you feel about that, actually? It's interesting because I don't mind doing that as well. Yeah. Because I have a I have a bigger picture in mind. Yeah. I don't know. You know, like, like I gotta, okay. I gotta reach a goal. I need people to contact me. Exactly. I need to make sure that 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 pe anyone that wants to be on the podcast that finds it interesting, Absolutely. that think I'll, that that they would like to be interviewed by me. Yeah. I need them to be able to access me, and it's by giving them my regular phone. Yeah. I'm gonna I think, give it to them. I think there's gonna be a a place in time, and it's mm -hmm. not for me yet. Yeah, that I will get 50 phone calls a day. That then it will get a little distracting. Yeah. So I think until it gets distracting, exactly. it's okay. 
Um, but but I think, to, when you get to that point, you're going to have an assistant. You're going to have a whole, la- exactly. a whole situation By that time you're getting 50, yeah. you, you, the phone goes to somebody yeah, exactly. else. You keep that one. I have now yeah. my, that's my business. Yeah. You could leave it in the office, mm-hmm. take it home, whatever. And I'll have my personal one exactly. for my friends and family. Exactly. Of course. Of course. So you can do that. But I, I'm, I'm okay with putting my phone number everywhere. You get the robo calls anyways. I get them all the yeah. time. Hang up on those things. You know, as long as you're not saying yes, yes, yes to anything on the phone or on robo, your, your phone should be out. I think that's a good way to people contact you. Plus, they trust you. When your cell phone is there, when your website is there, when your Google listing is there, and your pictures are there. Whoa. Instant credibility. That's, that's Instant you. Credibility. They're calling you. You're picking up the phone, and you're Instant saying, hey, how can I help you? This is Eddie Marino. How can I help you? I want to do a photo shoot. That's perfect. How's yeah. tomorrow sound? Tomorrow, 5 p.m. Perfect. All right, see you then. Click. Hang up. That's it. Done. I meet him there. And I've never had a situation where they didn't show up. They usually, 100% of the time, thank God, so far, all showed up, all paid in full. Never an issue. And I think if anybody's struggling during the pandemic using Google business, I think is probably the easiest to free. It's free. Yeah. And it's a good way to get started and get known around your area, you know, wherever you live. And you'll start ranking up little by little. And and if you do it and you watch this video, come back to the video, comment, let us know how it went. Um, let us know. Hey, look, I listed it. Three weeks later, I started getting phone calls. Please let us Engage know. Engage with and us, baby. Engage yes, with us yes. on the Angel of the World podcast. Absolutely. Leave those, leave those comments in, in the in the uh, in the inboxes over there. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, Mr. Marino, it's been a pleasure to have you. It's Thank been a pleasure you for being dropping here. the knowledge here on the Angel of Words podcast. It was a pleasure, guys. Uh, and uh, we have a lot to talk about off screen. But yeah. till then, folks, thank you for listening. This is Angel of Words. We'll be talking to you later. Hey everyone, I really hope you leave your comments at the end of this video and you enjoyed my interview today with media expert, Mr. Eddie Marino, who's the founder of EM Multimedia. He already let you guys know where to find him. If you want to find me, you know, you got to click on that notification bell on YouTube at Angel of Words ENT. You could also follow me on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. And if you want to know what I'm up to on my social media, follow me at Angel of Words ENT. Thank you for tuning in, everyone. Talk to you later. <laughs>